Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Brav and I am here with Don Doing Stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam. That's blazing. You're listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode number 119. Shout out to Don, shout out to Nats. We're just Yo. doing our thing right here on the Cheat Coders podcast. Had to think of a new intro because our introduction has the intro that I've been doing for the past two years. But <laughs> I feel like, you know, slowly it'll be the intro and then slowly it'll be the content. We're automating, the outro. Bro. We're just Automation. automating. I think that's I think that's the way of the world it's right the now. We just we just don't have to actually meet up together and podcast. We'll just let the AI, the AI do the thing. So thanks to Don <laughs> for don't even need to starting talk, off this evolution. I love of, an AI version of me. Yeah, man. I won't even look at me. That's how lazy we are as podcasters. We're just not going to even talk anymore. <laughs> use ma- put machine learning to say my answers. It's like, this is what Nats and Raph and Don will say. We won't even need to work. <laughs> It'll just be Salmon. Salmon. Like, that's all that's going to say. Salmon. Salmon. How you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Good, bro. Really good. They're not bad. Not bad. It um, feels like the world is starting to become a little bit more normal with restrictions yeah. lifting. But are you yeah, guys a little um, bit? Is it business is open now there or? Well, restaurants are restaurants and cafes are opening. There's a limit to ten people inside cafes. Um, they've started. Well, by the time they've this opened episode up. comes out, it'll be fifty people per cafe <laughs> or um, restaurant. So <laughs> today, as, at this moment, on the twenty fourth of May. It's only 10 people per um, restaurant. Yeah. And we tried to get some lunch today, but it ended up being grab a tag, wait for an hour, and then have lunch. Because it's only 10 people. Yeah. You literally can see who's in the restaurant. Nah, and you can, and you're basically counting how many people are in there. It's like, okay, sweet. I think but it makes um, it a bit awkward. Um, having the, the dining experience is all about, like even though you don't go to see the other people, the it feels a bit awkward if you're like, there's only a couple people and there's more waiters. I don't know, that's just me. Like, and oh, yeah. then obviously, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I don't, I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, so I don't think everything will be back to normal till like the end of the year. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Like, 100%. For a while. 100%. Like, everything will be lifted, but the lifestyle and everything won't even hit back to like, normal until like, I don't know, probably man. even... Like, people don't shake hands anymore at all. I caught up with my cousins this weekend and like, we're all just... Fake hugs. Doing the fake, fake hugs. I was doing that yesterday. I saw some mates. I'm like, hey, hey. I haven't seen them since like I left for Sydney. I was like, what's up, guys? Yeah, That's I it. think it's it's a weird thing. Like when it comes to professional businesses, I won't shake hands. But yeah. for some reason, I just automatically just shake hands. We're just like just hanging out. It's tough know. for some reason. And then I, yeah. I always carry myself some sanitizer anyway now. So I just yeah. shake hands. Has your hygiene game lifted? Because I think mine has. Not that I was very unhygienic before, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah, taking showers now. You know, like you know, I'm I just, use I'm soap. Just... I use soap now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So let's I, I start off with around. the first segment. Oh, what do you carry around? Your penis? I was gonna say I so. carry around like um, baby wipes and hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> you I could get you ones. Said. Literally get the ones that um you stick on the hospital walls, put on your car. <laughs> and just drive around with it like whenever you need to sanitize your hands just yeah. go and go 
I think the sanitizing Absolutely. business is thankful for the coronavirus. So shout outs to the sanitizing business. Uh, oh, that's going to be my props. Props to the culture. My props goes out to the people who have benefited from the coronavirus. Oh, all the toilet papers. All the industries invo- involving the sanitizing business and anything to do with <laughs> hygiene. I know you guys had a boost. Shout out to you guys. So Nats, who do you want to shout out and give props to to the culture? Is sanitizer part of our culture or are you just saying in general? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> all music has a clean version, right? So I'm I'll be real though. Um, on <laughs> oh, the real, man. On the, on the real. On the, on the reels. Um, yeah. Uh, mine is more so just thankful for all the uh like the outlets um like the internet based based businesses um particularly for like the, the technology stuff a lot of people are working from home and it's it's really handy having the services still quick um i don't know about you guys but um it's still quite locked down here people aren't actually um working yet um mm-hmm. but we can go out and whatnot but it's looking for the foresight is in the future it's going to be a lot of staying at home and just having the access to get like you know gear and stuff like amazon and all that stuff it's the service is pretty reliable man you can get whatever you want and facebook marketplace is gold i love that shit props to mm. facebook marketplace i got this chair i got it you can't see it. i got this chair from some guy <laughs> selling an ikea chair fuck this is dope. it was a hundred pound chair <laughs> got it for 45 booyah hey and i sanitized <laughs> the shit off. out of it <laughs> sanitized hey, so props back to your one like <laughs> see, see. <laughs> um, Don, who do you want to give props at, props to? I want to give props to all the Uber Eats drivers, man. Oh yes, out there, out there. <laughs> We're running out of people to give props to. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. Like, just scrap this freaking segment, man. There's nothing happening, man. Like, what are we giving props I'm giving to? Props like, to fuck. The There's no more. I can fucking give props. You're giving These props are conglomerates. To These are like companies, man. We, they don't need more props. They're fucking rich, bro. Oh, thanks, sir. Uh, <laughs> Thanks fucking Amazon for being fucking rich and uh, monopolizing the Thanks to Apple industry. for giving my yeah, yeah, iPhone yeah, no. some. <laughs> no, for real though. No, no, for sorry, real. Sorry, like on, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Give your props. Uh, on, give your props. On, sorry, man. For, for the real though, like the, the guys that are doing Uber Eats deliveries. So in Newtown, I'd see heaps of them. There, there are so many of them. These are guys that are hustling. They're out there. They are waiting outside of restaurants. They're waiting outside of, um, you know, the 24 hour Maccas. There'd be at least 10 of them sitting there just waiting for deliveries to go. That Even in this period where risk, yeah. it's difficult, then they're not making, you know, they may not be making much money elsewhere. They're, these guys are out there, they're hustling. They're trying to exactly, make money. Yeah, they- by like waiting out in the cold, you know, and um, I reckon and, that if anything, w- they're waiting. striving. I reckon they're yeah. loving it. Like if they were delivery drivers before, and now they're like, "Fuck, bro, everyone's ordering, orders yeah. for all." It's fucking yeah. good, man. But yeah, they are putting themselves at risk. So I, I totally, totally get you, man. Hundred percent. And I think, like, I think they make. I don't know how much it is, but maybe like seven bucks a delivery or something ridiculous. I don't, I don't know how much they get, but it doesn't seem like a lot. Um, and so like sh- shout out some props to those guys who are hustling and trying to just make that little bit extra money by doing Uber Eats deliveries. Yeah, man. Like, Can I, I give I, one I'll more shout out? Yeah, go, after I, you. Oh, come on. All right, we're just throwing shout outs. Who do you want to shout out to? Um, um, <laughs> to Samsung? Just want to give a props to um, to Spotify, you know, for giving us entertainment. <laughs> it also like it supports the cheat code and stash because they got such a great, like a such a great inventory of music. Can we, it's all there. Can we it's, talk it's about... <laughs> can we talk about what has happened and what 
uh, Joe Rogan has gotten. Can we talk about that? On yeah, this I wanted to. Talk, I really yeah, wanted let's to talk do it. About let's let's, let's talk about it next, like after this segment. This is probably the last time we'll do this segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, if, we, if, we, if this is the last time, I got I got a lot more props to get out of my chest right now. Oh I need God. to give props to fucking oh Apple for to my road. MacBook, <laughs> road microphones for to Zoom pristine quality Zoom facilitating our podcast props to the culture guys props, props to, to the, the culture shout outs to lavacha <laughs> lavacha coffee for like we giving me enough energy to talk to you guys like. <laughs> yeah i think we'll, 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 we'll rethink our segment <laughs> yeah. you know the moment you said like yo all right we're gonna go to the the prop section straight away i'm like oh fuck was I the thanks. only one who came prepared <laughs> and this guy thanks sanitizer I'm like what the fuck <laughs> that's the culture alright well <laughs> Amazon it is <laughs> Amazon it is <laughs> fuck, fuck this shit <laughs> man all the segments that we scrap it's crazy <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to I want to give one more shout outs to to Zoom because although although it's been great and it, and you kept the podcast together for the last few months, this is the last time I swear that we'll be doing this. <laughs> and really? I want to see Don in person. I want to interact with you in person. Oh. And since everything's been lifted, let's let's get it back to like the way it was. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the dynamic is a bit different. It hits a bit different. The jokes land a bit different. The inspiration lands a bit different. When we have guests, it lands a bit different. different. So. So thanks to Zoom for all that you've done this past few few um, few months. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out completely, but I'm, I'm thinking like, yes, like, yeah, it would be good to to go back to face to face because, yeah, it works better. It works better yeah. on a conversational level. Um, we don't talk over each other. There's no latency or less lag. Um, yes, sir. You know. The only lag there would be would be for from from Nathan. <laughs> yeah, which we're, we're used to. Everyone probably thinks that's how he talks in person. Like, yeah, he just I waits. Delayed. I'm like, <laughs> a, couple, a couple seconds. A couple seconds later. <laughs> hey, Nats, man, your confidence has been building up ever since you started your podcast. I just wanted to um, let you know, like, how you Ooh. been doing when with that thanks bro um oh, give him more props it's it's okay i uh it's just a little fun thing for me i'm gonna i'm gonna change the name back <laughs> i just decided this morning changing it we back to, change it to that's blazing to podcast, the blazing podcast. <laughs> okay. the new, you should just call it just call so it inconsistent it's so call inconsistent. it the, the new nats blazing podcast <laughs> the new you know people all new all improved all it's new in, and improved <laughs> Because <laughs> I was listening the other day, I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but it's kind of lame. Like, this term is so overused now. So I'm just like, it's like 2020 vision. It's just part of the lame terms. So I know, add it to the, add it to the list of things so that we'll I never s- say again. Yeah, it's one of those. And I'm like, this is not going to last. And I don't want it to stick in the long run, if that's the case. So I'm just going to go back to Nerds Plays and Podcast. Yeah, but I like it, dude. It's really good. Um, it's, a, it's a fun little outlet. I was trying to do it daily, but I got really held up at work. So I feel I'm just going to, you know. Take it as it comes. Record when nice, I can. Nice, nice, nice. Get my thoughts out, but nice. I want to prioritize cheat coders because this is this, this is the golden is egg. This is the golden egg. No. Well, speaking and of I, podcasts I like and the growth of the podcast community, boom, and our culture of the podcast community, our yes. Lord and our Savior Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jesus Rogan. <laughs> he Jesus. is the Lord and Savior of God. podcasting. He's oh the God. one and the first to do it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and. 
he is the, the one that is leading us into one. this into new, this new direction of we're gonna have the Catholic Church on our ass now. <laughs> I have a bit of a debate for you guys actually, and um, sorry, did maybe Don, you're the context guy. Do you want to give our listeners just a run through of what this big change is happening or? So Spotify, like yeah. So Joe Rogan signed a deal for was it fifty million? It was some ridiculous number. So yeah, yeah so, mil, some hundred mil club though. Hundred million, million. I'm not sure for how long, but everything is exclusive to Spotify. So no more yeah. Joe Rogan on YouTube, no more Joe Rogan on any other podcasting platform. Yep. And it's all going straight exclusive to Spotify, and that that is like super interesting to see. Yep. Because apparently gonna, now, yeah. apparently now, I don't know, like Nat sent a video explaining Damien a bit Keys. about it. Damien and Keys from YouTube. He's a music, shout outs to um, him. music YouTuber. And he was the, gave the insights for that, yeah. Yeah, apparently the thing that caught my eye was that Spotify getting into video, show, showing video <laughs> streaming and stuff. So smart, that could be interesting. So Very smart move, yeah. And it makes sense with the Joe Rogan, um, uh, what you call it, signing. So Don, but, 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 do you uh, have any more information in regards to that? Yeah, so I was gonna, just to give it a little more context, um, it's a multi-year deal that's uh, estimated to be worth $100 million Jesus or 82, 82 million pounds. Um, and it means, so it, and to, it's not gonna be uh, like a paid subscription. It's still, what Joe Rogan has said is, he has said it, that it will remain free and it will be the exact same show it's just a licensing deal that he's he's um, signed with with Spotify, um, and the cool thing with that, like, I mean, two two things with that. The first is it's going to change, um, not only the podcasting industry, but it's also going to change the music industry. You know, because, like, for the fact that somebody who's not a musician is now on a music streaming platform, and for Spotify, they're also going to be implementing a video. I, I think, yeah, they're also going to be implementing a video uh, function onto their platform as well. So it's going to be a really interesting time to see where this goes and um, how musicians and other artists or other creatives are going to be able to use Spotify in different ways. Yeah, man, this has been planned for ages, man. Like they started off acquiring different podcasts, like The Ringer, and also the Joe Budden podcast got ex exclusive to Spotify, and mm. they're, I think they they got the big fish now, and that's yeah. gonna even more attract the podcasting um, platforms and also the the podcast culture in in general, and uh, now that we see that this guy who's been pretty much just talking for three hours an episode daily is now earning say a hundred million dollars for a couple years dollars. man it, it shows promise in the future of podcasting like mm. now there's it's taken more notice and people are actually digesting because every time you talk podcasts like to anyone it's like oh what podcast you hear what do you what podcast do you usually listen to it's it's usually joe rogan first like that that's the first thing even mm. like for the uh, the casual podcast listeners that's probably the one of the podcasts they would listen to and then to even to, that, he's kind of like the jay-z of podcasting pretty much like <laughs> he's the mike jordan underground recording yeah, like the people um, who are avid podcast listeners podcast. listen to Joe Rogan. Casual podcast listeners listen to yeah. Joe Rogan. And mm. 
and the the amount of content that he de- delivers is is insane. So it's unbelievable. Man, he, he's taking taking over the streaming platform as we know it. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. So I it just means like say, and now, now it just flew away. It just flew away. I think I, I think so I think what's what's cool is that it opens up <coughs> the uh, the platforms for other podcasts like ours to you know to get to be signed to a streaming platform you know this isn't the first that time would be um spotify has tried to do this like initially do you guys know why they decided to really try and take the market the the podcast market i don't know if, if um damien keys explained it on that video but i've been following him for a while so a lot of his points i've been seeing and doing my, my own research as well but mm. You guys will probably, Don might know this a bit more because you've been releasing music on Spotify for a, for some time, and I was I have a gap where I haven't really, I I ain't done shit. I've never put anything on Spotify, but um, there was a point that Spotify was looking to cut out the labels. So right now, labels are this like dinosaur system that still somehow has existed and strived by being the main distributors. Like they have the licenses to all the songs, all the classic albums, you know, your Queen, Michael Jackson and all that. So they have leverage, they have power. They can take away a catalog from an entire streaming service. So right now they're just surviving on being on Apple Music, being on Spotify, being on yada yada. The thing is, because Spotify doesn't own that, they only earn like a percentage of the advertisements on that. It's like, it's it's very difficult for them. And what they wanted to do to shift this, they were going to allow, um, they did it for a bit, they allowed independent artists to upload to Spotify directly. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? So I don't know if the, there yep. was a phase. I remember I was Googling this because I was really um, curious, like, it started to happen. They started doing a beta. They rolled it out. And some people were actually uploading direct. Like, bang, you can put your song up. No labels, no nothing. The dis- you, you can distribute directly to Spotify. In turn, though, this made the labels upset. Because it's like, this is fucking cutting us out. So all the new, anything new, if they're going straight to Spotify, that cuts out the label. So what happened was there was a bit of a battle. They were threatening to pull their stuff from Spotify. And Spotify's like, okay, I guess we don't have the power to actually do this mm-hmm. move forward to uh i think very recently 2019 they were like all right there's there's podcasts and what raf said this isn't just happened overnight this is progressive the first uh first stages of what they did they were like bang acquired anchor easy um easy platform anyone can upload goes directly because they're bought by spotify if you notice my podcast um i use anchor because I was just fucking lazy. Like, I don't have the, you know, I'm just looking for the easiest option to do what's efficient. So I use them. And I'm still trying to find what's the disadvantage on using a free subscription because there's so much sort of negative of the, the naysayers that are like traditional. Like, I don't know about Anchor, but I'll tell you now, whenever I upload an Anchor, it's instant. It up- uploads to Spotify instantly. And that's, I guess that's one advantage of Anchor that being bought out by them and they have their own networks distribution. I'm very sure there's probably still some things negative about it but it but it's getting there and then obviously acquiring the ringer was another thing they're looking at the model that netflix has successfully taken advantage of and that's exclusivity so by acquiring the ringer uh joe button podcast and they're just get they're just starting to acquire they can see netflix had the same issue movies were going to pull out like the 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 big um 
the big companies production behind, companies um, production yeah. companies pull, would pull their stuff they're like fuck it we're just gonna like let people sign and it's really turning around in their favor because now you got um you got uh independent movies that are netflix special at first do you remember mm. when the first netflix series and movies came out at first i was like is this gonna be shit but they fucking killed it they acquired like yeah. some good really fucking good directors they got people like <clears throat> the guy that did uh breaking bad now better call saul is a netflix show it used to be yeah. amc the breaking Bad, but they've acquired these big titles to be direct to them and now like you know the thing they, is yeah. if you want a comedy special go directly to netflix you don't have to go to a absolutely thing. they signed all the comedians and the thing is it's it's changed the landscape of spotify now now that they've acquired the podcast game and you see they they've entered they've they've started a bit of a war when you think about it because now they've introduced that mentality to spotify exclusivity they're taking people huge chunk of traffic from platforms not only are they just um competing with just the music industry you have platforms like youtube as well joe mm. rogan pulling from youtube is a massive hit for for youtube like that's a massive fucking hit they're gonna lose all that those streams he's a consistent podcaster and their mission is just to have people staying there for three hours because so they can pump their ads they've lost that and they've realized that this has basically set the motion that all these different companies are gonna have to start acting the same way and um you know, you got YouTube. They've acquired PewDiePie for a deal to keep him exclusive on YouTube. So I don't know mm -hmm. if you heard about that one, but that's that's one thing too. You just start to see these things in motion. But I think like as a positive with with the whole podcast um, takeover of Spotify, now it's sort of gonna it will change the music landscape because with that power, they're gonna be able to maybe afford maybe getting artists to 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 redistribute again just directly to them. It's just sort of evening it out. And I don't know what it's gonna be like for the the old music industry like it's it might not be looking good for them and that was the premise of that video that damien's thing is like it's a it's a question that's out there we don't really know how it's gonna pan out but it's just what it is um in that sense so um yeah that's just my two cents i i wanted to give a break get an argument with you guys because i did a comment on his um on that video because i was just um i just wanted to play devil's advocate like i do i like to stir shit it's not necessarily purely my view. I just sort of put the question out there and it got a lot of, um, just a lot of interaction. I was like, oh shit, I checked my nails. I was like, oh, so like 80 likes and a bunch of comments of people asking. Um, and what I said was, cause Damien has a point about, um, yeah, this is gonna, you know, cancel out the, the music, the old music labels as we know it. And Spotify is now gonna be the main thing. I was thinking in a sense that doesn't this just mean in this digital age that spotify and all that are essentially just becoming the new age record labels and how is that sort of any different because by being exclusive doesn't that kind mm -hmm. of hinder your freedom it's like right now it looks good it looks great on paper for joe rogan 100 million it's like a salary but he's exclusively on spotify like for someone like rogan maybe that's a good thing but if you look further down down the hole if you start having these exclusive things if everything starts being boxed into different services, what does that mean for consumers? Does that mean everyone has to have a Spotify subscription? Everyone has to have an Apple? And start, you're starting to see it yeah. now. Like sometimes I'm like, fuck this bullshit. I have this show on Apple that I really like, like the Star Wars Mandalorian, but it's on Disney Plus. And I've got fucking Netflix, which doesn't have it. And it's gonna start dividing things. And essentially how I sort of was thinking about it, I'm like, 
yeah, this is all good now, but wasn't the reason Jay-Z was so um, adamant of joining Spotify was because he didn't want to sacrifice his freedom. Instead, he was like, no, I'm just going to make Tidal and that's going to be my exclusivity. Like, that's true ownership. And Jay-Z's smart. He's always had that mentality. Yeah. While, while his catalogue is obviously restricted to his, he still has that free control. Like, this is mine. And the way I see it, you have labels like Spotify and uh, Apple and Hulu, whatever the fuck, and they start picking up these things that we love and start dividing them. What's that going to do? Like, is that, that, could that be a negative thing in that sense? Like, is this just, an, is this like, is, does that mean these are the new labels? Um, They're the new gatekeepers. Bad. The new gatekeepers, essentially, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking like, isn't this just the same shit? I got a lot of um, reactions and responses, which were interesting. I was like, this is good. This is great great input but what do you guys think of that like i know it's all positive but i don't know man i think it's yeah i it, i think the deal is disruptive in terms of the like you know the podcast industry and the music industry um which can be good because you know change can be good or bad but i agree with you it is very similar to what's happening with all of the video streaming all of the um, Netflix, the the Disney Plus, the Stan, um, I think uh, Amazon Prime has one as Amazon well. Amazon Prime, yeah. Yeah, and so you're 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 basically having to buy or subscribe to multiple different platforms if you want to have um, if you want had to have access to you know particular content. So exactly. now, if you want to hear Joe Rogan, you're going to have to get a Spotify subscription. You know, if you With if you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, and and that 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 can that will then put the pressure on the consumers. They'll have to fork out more money to to you know to to buy these different subscriptions, or they'll just one subscription will win out. That that's that's what I see will happen. Like it'll be like will win everything. Yeah, it could be like well, well, if. If one gets more popular than the other, then they could buy, they could essentially buy out the other platform. Like that's that's one situation or one um, thing that could happen, right? Or the other most likely situation is that everybody's just gonna have to pay it will be ten different. to twelve dollars a ten to twelve dollars a month for different an, yeah, subscriptions. I, I, yeah, that's true. I think there's always gonna be like another like another like alternative, like an alias. It's like when Apple. Um, mm. Like iPhones had the the monopoly of phones at one stage, yeah. And then if people want an alternative, because it's too much power, if one thing has like this is the only thing, this is the only option, this is the best. Mm. That's why it's well, Samsung. The, like Galaxy. the future of streaming is pretty much like the next generation would probably eliminate pay TV as we know it. Oh no, like, yeah, that's gone. Like well, because the only reason pay TV is alive is for the people who are just not adapting to the streaming side which is probably just like the older generation or say uh, the people who just don't understand it but once this this streaming thing gets gets everyone even the casual viewer involved like foxtel is not gonna be a thing like the whole, the whole thing like i think i could predict is like Who something that's foxtel? gonna be <laughs> like My i have foxtel, have foxtel. <laughs> no, no, so, but like i think the thing is that we, there's gonna be new companies that are gonna be like our company are, is a streaming um, distributor, which uh, which allows if you pay for this amount of money, you'll get 
Netflix, you'll get Amazon, you'll get this because we have a connection of them. So they could be like joining some subscriptions together for a fee and that could make it like a bulk bulk um, subscription thing for a streaming that could be a thing yeah. um, but uh, I could understand that because like that's, that's what Foxtel is pretty much anyway you got the Disney channel that's with what? all the Disney shit you got the movie unpackaged for all the movie shit so it's like a basically yeah, aggregate company An- yeah. Anchor does that technically because mm. when you upload to Anchor while they're owned by Spotify it does get you on all the other lesser platforms and even Apple yeah. Music so, it's, so that, it's that, nice. that, that's something that could be in the future um, in terms of the record label thing, like they tried to do that before with the title um, exclusivity of um, Jay-Z and um, yeah, Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, then you had Chance the Rapper did the Apple deal where his was exclusive. Um, his um, debut album was ex- exclusive to Apple for like, I think for a week or so. But I think with the music, it has kind of failed in terms of like trying to be exclusive to a to to a streaming service i think it the exclusive stuff only works if you're like the alpha of streaming you know like netflix that like when you think of visual like videos movies streaming the king of that is pretty much netflix and when you think about music and podcasting the thing i I can argue that spotify is the king of streaming like if, if if you say like amazon did the exclusive thing like it does but like it really doesn't really have that effect and it might has a potential to fail um because an example was um i think beyonce's lemonade was supposed to be on title like exclusive and even she said on the song that um they want lemonade on spotify but that's never gonna happen or some shit and then a week later you see friggin spotify and beyonce's lemonade is right there like that's cave yeah. They have to cave in because that's where the market is now. Spotify is the top dog in terms of the streaming of music. That's why they are able to do shit that can shake up the industry that gets Joe Rogan for a hundred hundred million dollars. Like if another I think if another streaming company did that, everyone would be like, Oh, that's not gonna last. But when when you put Spotify next to it and the potential yeah. of having a video aspect into it, like you th- you, you know mm-hmm. that it's happening. Like yeah, Shaker, another right? example was probably like everyone got scared that disney was going to get disney plus to be popping and kicking like net netflix to the side with um, their streaming services the thing that like everyone got scared of is like they acquired fox but when you get disney plus like i'm i'm, I'm disappointed like all i get yeah. is like yeah i get the marvel shit i'm 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 enjoying that but then it's all pretty much g-rated disney channel shit. stuff and then I'm That's like, where is all this Fox yeah. stuff? I'm like, where's the old Fox movies? They have that all they this have? stuff banked up that they're gonna they want to release, but they they haven't released it yet. Yeah, I'm just like, man, then, this is the right. This is if they wanted to drop all the movies of that from the Fox catalog and drop it for like everyone's entertainment. This mm. this pandemic was probably their right move to do, so everyone would get onto their Disney Plus stuff. Like I got Disney Plus, and um, I saw what it had. And the Marvel series hasn't started, so I kind of stopped paying for it. And now mm. my subscription got cancelled because, like, I look at it as like it's not for me. So Netflix is still on top yeah. in, in in the video streaming stuff. But I think to your question in the music um, industry and turning it into labels, I don't think that's going to happen because they tried it in the past. Like, yeah. if they try it again differently, they might it might work. But Spotify seems to be king in the thing like mm. you can't be another another streaming company that's not spotify to actually make this a successful um route 
That's um, my two cents. That's nice. That's good, man. Nice. All right. We're gonna have to. That was a fucking good topic. We're gonna have to move on to um, what you call it? That was a good topic. Yeah, that was a good topic. To we're gonna have to jump off. Yeah, jump off. Really, it really gets you thinking. That was a good topic. Well done, Nats. Well done. (laughs) I I didn't even plan that. Like it just came up because you talked about it. I was like, oh yeah, Yeah. I forgot about that shit. Well done, man. Good job. Good job, bro. You brought that up. That's why we (laughs) podcast. That's why we podcasters. When when I finish with each other. Let's try and wrap it up as in like wrap up that um, thing because we might have some other things that we might talk about uh, um, in regards to it because it's a it's a big topic for us as well because we're podcasters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, to, to summarize fitting, it, I think it's fitting, it, fitting. it's fitting. Yeah, to summarize it, I think it it's a good thing for Joe Rogan, definitely. Um, it's going to be an interesting time moving forward and how that's going to affect the music industry and how that's going to affect podcasting as a whole. You know. Yeah. We're gonna see a very um, big chain reaction. Um, they've really shook up the industry, so expect to see um, a lot of these big names getting headhunted by very large entities mm. with big mm. numbers. And don't forget, big like um, now, Joe Rogan's on the Spotify. You'll get the Spotify listeners to actually that didn't previously listen to Joe Rogan or stop listening to Joe Rogan to get back into it, because I mm. kind of stopped listening to Joe Rogan because it wasn't on Spotify, and Spotify was my oh. main access to podcasting. And like I had yeah. Stitcher just just for Joe Rogan, but I don't know, like you got to think of your consumers as lazy people (laughs) like like, uh, i can't be bothered going and just going to stitcher and then finding it and like getting this and all that stuff and get it get it updated and everything but if it's now on spotify boom now i'm there so it's going to gain another audience because everyone knows Mm. joe rogan but not everyone listens to joe rogan and spotify is a big market so you know now now that has more of a chance of getting that market as well so Everyone's winning, man. Everyone's winning in terms of this deal, I reckon. We'll see how it goes. It, we'll it, it'll take up. a couple of months or years to see if it was really effective or not. And you never know. Joe Rogan might pull out of the contract or something it, like within a year. We'll probably have to talk about that. But for now, I think it's a, it, it's a good thing. Pod, podcast. All right, speaking about, we, we see, we're talking, we talking about that. Spotify and Netflix are the alphas of um, their league. Um, I wanted to bring up the <laughs> mentality of um, alpha males. The alpha male mentality, like every group has one, or it may have one, or in terms of sports, teams ha- usually have an alpha male. Um, this is inspired by my viewing of The Last Dance, uh, the last Michael dance. Jordan documentary. Which is on Netflix, and that brings back to our previous point that Netflix is king. Um, and <laughs> I just wanted to bring up that he was an alpha male of alpha males. Like that guy, MJ, the legend, the goat, really took lead, and everyone had to f- follow suit, or else if you if you don't want to win, just get out. <laughs> because he had that mentality where he would push you and his team to take it to another level to get that successful goal of a championship or even become a better player so he had that that alpha male mentality which could be taken in different ways whether you fear the alpha male and you follow him because of fear or inspired by the alpha male and um, I just wanted to talk to you guys about your thoughts of having an alpha male within a group within 
whether it be a creative group, whether it be a business group, any type of group, do you believe that an alpha male is needed to lead the group? Definitely. I think so. I think. I think. I think so. I think so. So I, I agree with that. Like I, I think that, um, and I think just just bringing it to bringing it to what the mentality is, just an alpha mentality, right? Whether it's male or female, because some females can be alpha as well. Um, it is it is a it is a personality trait that is assertive and confident and um, dominant. Sometimes domineering, but not necessarily domineering. To give context to the listeners about what alpha mentality is, um, and yes, 100%, Michael Jordan is and was somebody who embodies that alpha mentality because for him, winning or competing at the highest level, success at the highest level was was just he wanted. That's what he wanted, right? And no questions asked. We need to win at all costs. Um, and because yeah, that man. was his that because that was his value in life, that that's what he held um, valuable. He did everything that he could to push his teammates to be the same. And, and he has that aura around him that you can be. He, he, you're afraid of him, man. Like whether you're a, uh, an opponent or even a teammate, like he has. He can put that fear in you. Because he's such an alpha male and he has that skill to actually back up his word to put you down. Like he would As in, in the as in his teammates? Yeah, in, in both teammates ta- yeah. teammates and the people around him. If you li- if you watch the documentary, you get a lot of I gotta watch it. Yeah. You gotta get a lot of people saying that, man, if you if you make that guy pissed off, he'll he will use that as motivation to beat you. And then like his opponents be like, if someone says something to Michael Jordan he he like he would use that he's really one of those people who would like stri- strike fear into you as well as into his um practice and stuff like he's he'd push you like constantly constantly and if you're not doing what he wants you to do he'd scream at you shout at you berate you he would like he's, he was like a drill drill sergeant of the team pretty much that was his mentality that's the way he like Trains. Competitive. It was really competitive, competitive, and yeah. it showed results, which is one of those one of the other questions I wanted to ask. But um, finish your point, um, Don, in terms of like the alpha mentality. That was it. I was just saying that that that's what alpha mentality is. That those traits of being assertive, being confident, being dominant, and I think to to some extent, to some scenarios, they can be domineering, as in like aggressive towards people. Or they can just be assertive and um, dominant in a non-aggressive way. Mm. That's what, that's what I feel like um, an alpha mentality is. Because mm. um, you can I, you can be commanding, you can be assertive, and not like hurt people or scream at people or yell at people. Yeah, I think I think to answer your question, Raf, like if it's needed, as in like it needs to have one for something to be successful, you don't. You don't need it, but it'll help a lot. Cause if you don't have someone that really has that personality trait, like Don's right, it's a it's a personality trait. Some people just have it, some don't. Mm. And if you don't have that person in the group or a strong person in the group, 
it's not that group's not gonna function as well like just a small like a really easy example i went out with some mates and no one was really taking charge on like what we're doing so half the time you're just standing there what are we doing now what do we, you know what i mean mm. even planning like a little like a get together and it's not about like like it is definitely the i guess the alpha is a bit more in the sense of like this is this guy's like fucking confident like he has a goal and he's like he's he's steering the ship he's driven he's steering the ship um mm. in a sense of like if it's needed or not well definitely if there's something to reach a point to if it's just to hang out like you don't really need to like you don't need like oh we need an alpha person to like make sure this dinner goes well or some shit but it's absolutely essential <laughs> essential if um you know you have a, like a little movement going and i don't know like it's funny to say like there's a funny question i don't know how it's gonna pan out but we're a group i don't know who the alpha man is in this group i'm just saying <laughs> like that's another can of worms See what I mean? Like, do we actually do we need an alpha man? Because we are a group, but at the same time, are we all driven enough equally? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Now nah, I'll be real though. I think like one of you two, I believe, is the alpha male in this group, and that's just what I think. Here we go. Here we go. Here we gonna, go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say who, but I'm just saying it's not me. But in the in in past movements, like as a funny like like I'm just throwing out little examples here, just just the feeling round circle our old rap group mm. i never had leadership qualities like never like i never had that like i was very um i had very low confidence very low self-esteem growing up i got i found my confidence when i found music because that got me praise people like you know getting that affirmation that you're good at something that's what got me out of my shell and because i sort of did very well i fed off that you know the praise and the feel i did reasonably well and I feel I did better than a lot of my colleagues like I'm calling you guys colleagues my you know my circle my crew Peers. and essentially like he <laughs> just pretty much said that it was better than us <laughs> I, I can't, I'm, I'm just gonna say it, it, I was better did, than everybody I did better than my colleagues I'm, just, my colleagues. I'm just fucking better um, I'm calling you my but colleagues but I'm can saying, I just, but I'm can saying, I just um, I'm saying, interject let me okay yeah yeah what's that what's your interjection I'm just gonna I'm just gonna interject and say like um not it wasn't probably it, probably wasn't necessarily that you were better than everyone but you were the leader mm. in that group you had the leadership skills and you had the the foresight to say you need to we need to have someone who makes the decisions and and guide this group i was going to get to that point yeah i was going to get to that point but the funny thing is at the beginning i did not have that i was i wouldn't say i was pushed to or forced to I just started getting that label because I, I was getting the, you know, the connects. I was like, people were reaching to me, but I was mm. like very non, I wasn't confident. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I don't know what to do. Like a lot of times, like I would consult, like I'd talk to Raf. I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know what the fuck. What do we do this? I, Elo and Elo would be like, that's the boss. And I'd just be like, nah, man, we're just, we're all the crew. Like I'm, I play <laughs> off my, my humble thing where I'm just like, no, we're all, we're all the crew. So sometimes you just get put in that position and yeah, it's just an interesting, like, like a interesting observation. Like, I don't know. It, it, um, I don't know. I think if I had stronger leadership skills, it could have taken our group a bit further. So that's something I put on myself. But at the same time, I'm not putting myself down. I did steer that shit for a while yeah. while it was there, given the task. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't have the personality trait compared to a lot of people in our group that could take it that far. But they weren't the ones... Um, that mm. that role was put on i was like oh okay well so yeah well, i'm think, not putting myself I think down the, i'm just saying 
I think the alpha male trait is mainly like the the typical alpha alpha male trait is someone that is confident and really pushes you. Someone that might might you might fear, and that's why you're um, complying with what they're saying and follow and is a true leader. But I think in in a sense, alpha male or alpha mentality is not something you give yourself. It's something that other people give to you. So, like. Oh, okay. Like I think in that in a sense because like there's no such thing as a person with the alpha mentality or alpha who's the alpha in a group without the people around them to actually, you know, follow the to the leader. Like I was watching, uh, yeah, making chosen. Like I was watching Godzilla yesterday, the latest one. <laughs> this, oh, shit, this is this is this has popped up in my mind. <laughs> so here we go. So okay, go go so go. Godzilla the movie. The movie, yeah, yeah, okay. the, the latest one with the girl, the girl from Stranger Things. So the it's main the Godzilla analogy. The main character is well, this is pretty much only I think all Godzilla movies anyway. So Gojira. the main character Gojira. is Godzilla, and then you have the villain, which is the one that becomes the alpha male of the monsters in the world. So all the monsters got woken up. I don't know if I'm spoiling yep. anything, but all the monsters got woken up and they started following this big villain monster. Three headed dragon. Three headed yeah. dragon. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's badass, bro. So now everyone's following him because they fear him. They fear him. And then you got this Godzilla who's really has his own story arc. He he's the he's the hero of the the journey. Goes in, fails the first time, um, then has that all hope lost type of arc where he everyone thought he died and then the humans resurrect him and then after that he comes up and gets his final battle battle where he's more stronger and and then when he beats the three-headed dragon, he becomes the alpha male. Everyone looks to him and bows down to He's him. He's the king of the monsters. So imagine it, like well, you're no follow, longer you're yeah. no longer the king of the monsters. You're no longer king without the followers. So they the followers choose to be followers. And in the case That's of probably every sick. every group, <laughs> like say back in round Dude, circle, you just opened so many. Oh my, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah. because for example, for you and Nat, like Nats, you're not the typical alpha person. You, you're mm. not the person. With, you know, this the, the. I'm not. I'm not dissing you or anything. The, abs, the strong abs. abs, handsome, go getter, all that shit. But you have qualities that people respect, and respect okay, is a big yeah. thing that'll go in in Ooh, a leader so inflating. here we go it's inflating. it's inflating that's why people got what called considered you as a leader because people CEO saw you as someone that they could respect and relate to and saw you that's that's how they looked up to you you did music and people mm. notice how Defense. how people listen to your music and how you've gained a fan base of your own all by yourself and people recognize that so i think part of what you've success like you succeeded yourself is what people saw in you and you mm. created you created the environment of round circle the rapport the atmosphere the the, the 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 core values and energy that the round circle group had and that attracted mm. people like don so don was in the outside looking in mm. and he saw how much we were having fun with our stuff and how much you know like we don't care about what people thought and we had music and we had talent and he saw that and he saw that and admired it and then that respect grew from the outside point of view outside the group so and now i think the alpha male this is a, this is like a big like blow up your ass but the alpha, the alpha male, i'm good man i'm good with it yo 
Keep people, going. <laughs> people respected you. You're not the typical yeah, alpha. Pucker alpha, like, up, Raf. Pucker yeah, up. Yeah. You're not pucker the typical up. alpha. Like you, the people that yeah, people, even like the Michael Jordans of the the world. There, there is a such thing as that alpha, but there's also those alphas that people can, like, res- respect to. Like, res- I mean, so like you get respect to, but like, we could what? We well, can what, conclude the 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 alphas are uh, chosen. They're, they're chosen. Not, uh, they're chosen by the people. They're chosen by they're what? The the, yeah, they're, yeah. They're chosen by the people for uh, because of the actions that they take. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. Dude, that just oh man, that Godzilla analogy. I have so a different I'm, view. I'm like, fuck, that's fucking sick. It just like, sorry, that shit happened in Toy Story, man. When yeah, fucking man. Woody was the fucking alpha and Buzz comes along, dethrones him. He's more advanced. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. So anyway, don't it's know the it's a story, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, di- all these movies are coming to my head. That's all good. That's all good. No, I, I have a different view of that. Um. I think like that alpha mentality is a trait. It's it's one of those things that you can turn on and off. And yes, you need you need people to follow you or you need people to you need a group to follow to be alpha in that group. But um, the the view of it that I have is like what's the mentality if you're if you're confident in yourself, um, if you're uh, decisive in yourself, if you're secure in yourself, then you embody that alpha mentality without having a group around you. You know what I mean? Like when you, when I, for instance, like if I, if I wanna do a particular workout, I have to get it in my head that I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this amount of reps. I'm gonna do this, like this level weight. I'm gonna run this fast. Then you need to have that particular mentality to be like, I'm gonna kick this workout's ass. I'm gonna do the best that I can do because I'm, I'm alpha. I'm I'm the like I'm the best. That, I'm That's more of a confidence you know what I mean? thing. Uh, mm. Self-confidence. But that's that's is what alpha, yeah, that's what I'm Isn't alpha more in a group setting? Like Yeah, that's what I'm thinking think, like alpha is a group like, setting, but you can have that mentality be, of confidence, yeah. You can have the mentality yeah, yeah. cuz yeah. like once again you can have someone with extreme confidence. I don't see it as um, cuz I'm Yeah. I'm just taking it from we're talking about last dance, right? Um Michael Jordan outside of him playing in the bulls he's a competitive person in his mind all he wanted to do was succeed all he wanted to do was be the best at everything that he did you know that's true and and outside of anybody else that was his mentality Mm. that was his his state of mind at you know even just playing they were playing some coin toss game in episode six or something and he's like i'm gonna beat you and we're like like damn man and that's like how it became crazy, alpha like he, because everyone saw that. Yeah. That's the actions that he did, and everyone aspired to yeah. be like that. And that, yeah. and that's where he gets people to listen to what he does. That's why he can get away with just yelling at his freaking teammates, and yeah. that's why he can get away with just punching Steve Kerr in the face. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like you can, if people, if your actions are seen by others and they respect what you think, do yeah. and aspire to it, that's when you gain betas or people to follow you. And, and I don't see his betas being weak as well. I think there's this conception that cause your, um, if you have an alpha, it just makes everyone inadequate. I don't see it that the case. Like if you think about mm. that level of where they are, like NBA, like I don't know basketball, but obviously like My- Michael Jordan, the Bulls, each and every one of those members to even be in that team, all of those are alphas in their own right, which is, I get what you're saying, Don, but they're not alpha in that team. 
Michael Jordan is the one that they're like, all right, this is the guy. Yeah. But if each and every one of those players in the Bulls um, were playing with like their mates or thinger, it's like they would be the the like it's the next level up. And uh, the way I see it as well, it's um you, in the workplace um, when you have people that have leadership qualities or management qualities in that sense. Um, like I, I've had my hand in like managing, and I I don't feel like it's me. Like I don't see it. Sometimes just knowing if you have that quality for that thing is if you can consider it. Because like I can say I'm a very effective salesperson. Like I, when I was doing a uh, broking, I was like I can do this. But if you put me, if you're gonna try and make me into like let's like let's do this and form the in this in this setting, it's like I'm I'm not alpha. I'd be happy to be like no, this guy is the one we're following. But don't get me wrong, I'm fucking. I'm fucking gun, bro. But I'm not gonna be an effective leader in this sense, cause um, does that so, sort of make sense? Yeah, man. I, I, I think it's uh, okay. It's okay to, to be yeah. a Steve Kerr. It's okay to be a Tony Kukoc. Like they're role players. Their role is like they got a set play to do and a set move list to do. Michael Jordan can yeah. do everything, and every you know he do, he's the one who's leading the group. Um, you can yeah, be. I think that the alpha thing that you're talking about, it's like it has to be in a group setting mm. more mm. so. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I think so we're just. Alpha out of I think three. we're. I think we're a bunch of. I think we're all a bunch of alphas. Um, I think so I'm an the alpha. alpha in the cheat coders, huh? Who? No, I think. I they think like be I can one. be a little alpha. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> all right, all right. How about we all we all just be honest here and just say who in our group do we think is the alpha? Like honestly, like the guy that that steers this ship. Let's just be honest. Don't take don't don't take any offense. Just an opinion. Just an opinion. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you, you go, go first. first you don't want to I'll go it. first if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to bring it up. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna respond. <laughs> I think Raph is, and no disrespect at all, but I just think because like you actually, um, you steer it the the ship. In that sense, well, you have been for majority of the time, but I've seen Don doing a lot of stepping up. I think if there was a hierarchy, it'd be Raf, Don, very closely Don. Like when Raf is not effective or not in it, Don steps up. So you're like a assistant manager, and, and I'm a worker. <laughs> two IC, but I'm effective, bro. I'm fucking effective. But you're you two IC, but I'm a fucking gun, bro. When you need me, I go in. Yeah, and I'm man. proud of that. I'm proud of being like. I know, like, I've, I've come into this. Like, when we started RAF, there was a mm. bit of a power balance. It was just us two. But we didn't really know yet. We didn't know what mm. was happening. But the actions, you were fucking mixing everything. I just showed up. That's all I did. Mm. And that, that goes to show, like, you know. So, that's yeah, interesting. Man. You can be a brain, but so you, need you, bro you need legs to move around, right? You need legs, bro. You need all right, what legs, do you guys think? Bro. Who do you guys think is, uh, who do you guys think is the alpha, huh? That's what, that's what I Go on, RAF, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the alpha, bro. <laughs> I just wanted I knew him to say it. it. I, knew it. I, wanted, I just wanted him to. I just wanted him to say it. Okay, we have a leader. We have a leader officially. Well, you know, it, I don't know. It's I mean, you're the like, one who came up with this topic to talk about. So yeah, so like, it's exactly. not. I don't think it's like one of those Alphas things where. Fuck. Alphas fuck. <laughs> I call that the title of the episode. <laughs> alphas fuck. Alphas fuck. Raffleores. Oh, alphas fuck. But you know, like I need you guys. Like I could say that I'm the I'm the leader or some sort, but I do need Don to help out to organize 
and I need I need Nats to just blow up and do his thing because when you blow up you're you're like blazing no pun intended and legit and plus we need Don Don has that he's keeping it grounded to a point where if it was just me and Nats we just talk shit so be the same. But, and I think probably, like, we always mention this. Probably man. be over. I'm not even kidding. This podcast would be over if Don wasn't here. Because mm. all the times that I've not attended, you would have been just like, "I'm sick of this. I'm done." <laughs> the end. Cheat coders ends at episode fifty. <laughs> Thanks, Nats. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it works. Like we have found a dynamic that works. That's why we've been doing it for this mm. long. Like it doesn't matter who really is the alpha, even though it's me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but <laughs> that's just the competitive <laughs> side of me. But at the same time, like Look, Don Don't has a agree? direction, and I have a direction. We're blending the direction to cheat coders. I want to be more entertaining. Mm. Don wants to be more inspiring. Want to have both. Put it in line into one thing, and then get Nats going crazy here and there, and then here we are, cheat coders. Um, podcast. I just like to talk to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good topic, guys. Nice. That was good. Ah. <laughs> Every time. Look, I like, oh, I, that, was, that was a good topic, guys. Look, Sorry. I knew, I knew, I knew that Raf was going to say himself because <laughs> I know Raf is, I know Raf is the the competitive never, one. He never says um, it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's silent. And he's passive. Passive competitive. <laughs> no, he's not. He always talks about how competitive he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Right? And every time the podcast <laughs> out there is like, you know, there's a podcast out there. Shout outs to you guys. <laughs> this is very <laughs> yeah, it's passive. passive. It's very passive. <laughs> Shout outs to the he new podcast. He says he's competitive, but he doesn't say to who. But then when it happens, like, oh, they have a new podcast, huh? Props to these guys. Uh, Props for the culture. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree that. I agree in terms of like if we're gonna choose an alpha, then I would say that Raf is the alpha of the group. Godzilla, he's the, he's the one who sweet. Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> but I also want to three-headed dragon. But I, oh, hey, we are Ghidorah. We are Ghidorah. You're the you're, you're the um, you're the moth you're Mothra. You're the queen, the queen of the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say though, I want to say that what? the the three of us all embody. Um, alpha mentalities that like we all have traits of uh, uh, alpha traits about us you know we all have leadership qualities Absolutely. amongst us um, and to bro you were the Raph's CEO point, of Soul Good bro Soul Good CEO <laughs> you the alpha so, alpha of acoustics <laughs> but that's what I'm saying like like the the three of us we all have our, that those leadership traits so we can lead and to to Raf's point you know the three of us combined together make up the cheat coders we're the avengers bro i'm captain america (laughs) and then i'm don's iron man which is you know which is not bad at all iron man that's fucking (laughs) iron man's fucking good yeah hey bro captain america is actually like the lamest out of those guys yeah but he's the leader he has to he has has to lead he's like the leonardo when um michelangelo and Raphael are the other interesting ones you know (laughs) does that mean i'm Uh, thor can i be thor yeah man yeah, you're like, Thor, bro. No, yeah. you're uh, you're that guy that has wings. <laughs> <laughs> not e- you're not even Hawkeye. <laughs> you're a Falcon. <laughs> you are uh, <laughs> not even the weakest no, of the. the, you're, the uh, <laughs> you're the wings guy. You're the wings name. guy. <laughs> the wings guy. <laughs> What's his name? The wings like, guy. You're a side character from Captain uh, America, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, but guys, I'm an equal partner, right? But guys. <laughs> I Can I be Thor? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I wanted I like to it, talk like about it. something else, like a new topic um, that came across as well from the Jordan 
documentary. I want to talk about pettiness Dang. because I know we're all petty. Oh, yeah. Everyone out mm. there listening could be petty. And I <laughs> wanted to see like like how petty are you? I know we talked about this okay. probably briefly in a previous episode, but let's let's do a deep dive on the pettiness of the cheat coders because I could be pretty petty. Nats Blazing is very petty. <laughs> I don't know about Don, but we'll probably find I out. F- I feel Don isn't. But um, pettiness. Um, in the Jordan documentary, it's outlined throughout the whole do- documentary. Jordan's petty. <laughs> he is super petty. And he was always trying to find... And, it, and he used it to his advantage. Like he would, as I said before, he would find a reason to just beat you. Like whether it be something like you didn't say hi, like when when I when I said hey to you, like and then I'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna beat you on the court, or like he there's a scenario in the documentary where there's a story where he lost to a team and one of the team players put his um, arm around him and said, uh, "Good game, Mike," and then walked off. And then Michael Jordan, he's you know next time I'm gonna see this guy, I'm gonna beat him in his game. I'm gonna score. As much as he scored the whole game in the first half, that's that's what I'm gonna do. And then after the game, he did that. And then afterwards, um, people ask him, "Oh, so like, was this story true?" He put his arm around you and then told you, "Oh, good game, Mike." And then Michael Michael um, Jordan was like, "Nah, it never happened. I made it up in my mind." So he's so petty that it, it will create a reason yeah. to to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure that you get it the next time he sees you. So I want to see. So like, what he did, yeah. So what he did was he built a, a situation in his mind to give him the energy to to beat that other team. Yeah, like he he, he was that petty. Like if if there is no reason whatsoever, because like usually there is a reason. But if there's no reason whatsoever to beat you, he'll make one up. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, how petty are you? How petty are you in the world of life? <laughs> Not even in your field. Like, I want to. I want to know. Because it's, it's it's an interesting topic. I'm so petty, but I just can't think of like, like examples. I I, I, I can't think of exa- probably because there's so many times I've been petty. It's like I live by being petty. It's like a belief system. I think. Do you think do you petty, mean, being petty do, is a good do thing? Do you mean that you? I'm just naturally petty. Like I just can't help it. It's a. It's a. I think it's a. Does that mean that you hold grudges? Then is that what it is? Yeah, dude. Yeah, a hundred percent. But then they'll go away as quick as I have them. But I might have it for a very long fucking time. Like, oh, remember that time you said this? Well, yeah. That's why I did that, and it was like. Remember that time you wore a blazer with jeans? (laughs) I'm so petty. It's yeah. (laughs) I've held grudges on people for like years and then I realized they don't even hate me I can't think of any though I'm so sorry I can't think of any there was a moment of there was a moment of realization there with with Nats Blazing just a moment ago how about you Don are you petty are you a petty person and do you believe being petty could really be a positive thing look I think if you're talking about that situation where um in, in Michael Jordan's situation, or in, in, his, in that example, if that type of energy spurs you on for competition, if that's motivating to you, then yeah, by all means, that's, that's a good thing. Because that, that means that you can turn on that energy at any given moment and use it to, to, to succeed. That could be one way to be, um, for pettiness to be 
a good thing or be an advantage. Um, as for me, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think I'm, I'm a petty person, but I'm probably capable of it, you know? And I think there's been times where it's like, trying to think of an example as well. Um, man, I, I can't, I think, can't think of one. It's cause I, cause I don't, I don't, I don't believe that I am a petty person. Maybe like amongst my brothers when I was growing up, you know, if, if one of my brothers beat me at a video game, for instance, then, um, I wanted to beat them. Like I, I wanted to like find other ways to, to get them back or, or something like that. Um, but I think That's growing up, yeah, like being, by being petty and I, growing up, I, because I was the eldest, I needed to be, I needed to let go of that. So when my brothers pissed me off, it was like, okay, well, I, I need to not take it out on them. Like just because they're being idiots or whatever. I needed to be the bigger person. Um, and, and so because of that, I, I, I don't think that I'm petty, but I know that I'm capable of being petty. Ah, okay. Well, I'm a competitive, I'm, I'm really competitive. Um, if I see something and I feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel, I, I just make it feel like it's a, it's a, it's a diss to me, <laughs> but it really isn't. But I, it, in that way, <laughs> I think I could improve myself. So I, I'm always finding ways to improve myself and using my pettiness to my advantage. Like if I see someone doing a music video that's similar to one of my music videos, it's like, you know what? I'm going to up my game for the next one and show you guys that I, I can do more than what you just given. And like, I don't know. I think Nats, Nats is super petty. I want him to really get into yeah. it because he, he named his I'm, friggin' mixtape success is the best revenge, which is a petty quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very passive. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's the same thing, but you, you say like, for saying someone is com you're competitive, I'm competitive. And then you find like a, a threat, like your threat alarm, happens but the way you perceive it you you still see reason like this is it's competition they're just doing their thing my brain when the alarm set off a threat i look at that person i'm like they're disrespecting me like oh oh look at this guy he's rubbing his face into me like i don't have to make it like a thing i'm just like oh this guy's trying to take my spot or oh this guy's trying to do this to make me look bad. So And then I realize they're not. Maybe they like there's been so many there's been so many times people that like, oh, he used the same beat that I made. This guy hates me, or he's gonna diss me, or he's better. And then I realize after so long that they were actually like they, they were inspired by me. They actually really like me. And then I realized I was being a dick. Is that delusion or pettiness? That's petty. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, That's I mean, so like funny. it happened with, with fucking like the whole time for so long. I was like, oh, this Don guy thinks he's so fucking good. Has all these fucking events. He's got this. This guy's disrespecting me. You know oh, what? He said hi, but he, but he said it this way. I think he's I think he's being fucking passive. And the whole time I didn't realize you actually just wanted to be part of my group. But I took that as to be as friends like, with you, mate. Just want to be mates. You just want to be friends, but I took it as like this guy's fucking. Like it happens so many times, man. I, even my job recently, I thought this guy was trying to steal my job. I thought like there was a whole scheme 
like a whole thing that was like, oh, there's something happening. There's something in play that they're going to get rid of me and this guy's going to take over my job, like cons consolidate it. And immediately I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I don't need this job. And I'm already looking up new jobs and shit. And then I realized <laughs> the other guy got fired. He got fired and I actually got his role. So that was like, I don't know if that, that's, that's, I don't know if that's like, that's petty, but I think that's the wrong kind of petty. And I mm. am working on it. Because mm. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a bad person. It's just like, sometimes I just think, oh fuck. Like my alarms are too strong. And I just think worst case scenario. And then the pettiness comes out. So you are right, Raf. I'm very petty. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the time where you said, this, this, this Don guy, like, <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> i remember I actually start I, I'm, I'm getting my memory like giving me bits and pieces i, I don't remember i don't remember because it like i said when it happens the, the emotion is so strong and it stays with that. me for days it just stays with me and i'm just like all yeah, day man. i'm just thinking this fucking guy this do you remember what i said was it something that i had said or something that I'd no. you must have just said hi to me but i was like because i'm i i, I there's one thing I always do. I'm very, like, humble. I try to be friendly. I just believe in, like, being polite, being a kind person. And then, I don't know, maybe you're like, hey, sup, done. And then you just walked away or something. And I was like, this fucking guy. I went up to him really friendly, trying to be his friend. Does he not know who I am? This is when I was really, like, up myself and shit. And I was like, all right, fuck. That's it. Bro. He's never joined that. And group. then you went up to me and was like, this Don guy, like, fuck. Well, like, he did this, da 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 da. <laughs> fuck, fuck him. And then, you know what? Me being. Whoa, whoa, no, no, I'm joking. Whoa. Didn't, didn't, he didn't say that. But me, <laughs> me being the beta, I'm like, you know what? I don't like him too. <laughs> I was like, you're my alpha. <laughs> you don't like him? I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm very fucking petty. But After I think. Breakups? Petty. Yeah. Petty. Yeah. I think it, 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 it's perspective. Petty. Like, probably Don wasn't doing shit, but your in no, your, your, you, your, you, your pettiness said, in your perspective admitted. turned it into this scenario where it made them look like a dick to you. Villain. So. Yeah. And made it look like to you as well and everyone in my team. I turned people against people. It's a fucked Damn. up. <laughs> yeah, man. The Damn. dark side of round circle. That was be that was before, not anymore. The dark circle. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I, I want to release that. Can we cut this whole segment out? <laughs> That's alright. This, guy, this think, guy's a I fucking sociopath. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think for me, like definitely, it's it's one of those things where yeah, because I was the eldest, and because I was, you know, I needed to take care of my brothers. It was like I needed to let little shit go. Oh, um, bro, I'm the eldest too, man. Yeah, I'm the oldest too. Hold on We're to all it. the eldest. <laughs> What are you talking about, I mean, I, bro? I, what I, does I, eldest B have to do with it, man? I was speaking I know, to my brother, my little brother, me, 10 years younger than me. I was a dick. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you being funny, huh? Well, I guess I ain't making you lunch. <laughs> Mad Betty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 10. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I guess, all right. So let's just to summarize that, just to summarize that. Pettiness can be a good thing, no, but it also be can be it's terrible. a terrible thing. Do you think, <laughs> well, do you think not being a good way? Do you think uh, pettiness yeah. is an insecurity? Yes. 
Absolutely. I'm, I yeah, I think so. Because I've grown. There's a lot of growth. It's, or it's do you think it's um, arrogance? Because you think the world Bit revolves of around you. So, like, everything yeah. is yeah. like, oh, this guy's doing this because of me. This guy is um, like, oh, That's oh this guy, I'm taking that personal. <clears throat> arrogance stems from insecurity. I, I believe that. No one's like that just because of, you know, there's, there's an insecurity there. That. That's why psychopaths have that tendency. If the world revolves around me, you can't do this to me. And then the moment yeah. someone breaks their ego, act up. And Take like, them down. These guys, I'm going to kill them. So you know what? This, what is, this is a true alpha mentality. <laughs> <laughs> we just went from inspiring to borderline like, yeah, this is what you got to do. You want to be a real alpha. Kill your competition. All of them. Wipe them out. Because the world, <laughs> world revolves around you. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Was done. I think he's not coming back. He's like, fuck, these guys are crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because this is, this is real. This is like us being human. Being mad petty. This has turned out to be a good episode, actually. But it's but it's also trying to grow from it. Yeah. Like me. we recognize we're petty. Pettiness like, doesn't. Bro, look how petty I look. How many opportunities of us from being petty? Iggy Azalea, Wendy Mickey, Nicole Miller. All the stories come out now. All the stories come out now. And before you're like, yeah, they, oh, they, they, they're coming out. <laughs> they weren't that petty, actually. Were they? Yeah, uh, they what were the petty. Nicole Miller, Miller thing? You're super petty. That was fucking petty. That was mad petty. Was, you know what? That was really petty. If you want it down, you gotta pay yeah, me. <laughs> we can talk about that, yeah. I don't know if I want to. Oh, you already I have. have but, um. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about it before. Yeah, we don't need to so put it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> super petty. Man, we should have Elo on this episode with Petty Talk because that guy's mad petty. He's petty. Yeah, he's, he's, I love he's, I love that guy. He's super petty. Just though. call out your mate. He's now. more. He's more petty than me. He's definitely really. He knows petty. he's petty. He's so petty. <laughs> oh well, old Elo, new Elo, not so much. Old Elo, he'd write this song about everyone. I'm pretty sure I had of pettiness. Yeah, it is hits because he has hits. I can't, you can't change it. No. You're, gonna, you're gonna start a beef right now. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> He's gonna be listening gonna to this, this like, like, fuck that guy. Fuck those guys, cheat coders. <laughs> Call me petty. I'll show you petty. <laughs> you know, I think he cancels record, it out. I did if not he, call Elo petty. If, 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 <laughs> Just if Elo disses us for calling him petty, then it kind of cancels out what we're doing. It proves the case. <laughs> it proves, it just it proves the like, point. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess you are. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys are idiots. I mean, you proved the point yourself. We didn't have to do anything. Yes, you're pretty. All right, cool. let's get back into it. At a point, you leave it there if you want. Shout out to Stella. That's just funny. Keep that in, dude. That's good. All right. So I wanted to talk about um, the changing of a culture and how things change. Um, what really sparked this conversation of the the Takashi Six Nine being released from jail? 
So this guy. the situation is that he snitched on a lot of people to, I think, lower his sentence. Don't don't fact. I need to fact check that. But he snitched. So and um in the in the world of hip hop and probably in the world general, I guess, like snitching is probably an un a dishonorable dishonorable thing in the world. But now he is out. He's out and he's on. I think on parole and all that stuff. He did a IG live which. I think got nearly a million million hits and now he's got his music video out for his new song and that's got so much traction and views yeah. and it's got a, probably nearly like I don't know what it has now but a lot of views and it really goes to the point that all these values that people have is whether it be snitching before I think if he did this like before he wouldn't be as popular now because like in this day and age, no one cares about that. It, it it seems to have changed. And um, what's your thoughts on things changing, or even this particular this particular situation? What's your thoughts on on the values changing and the changing of the culture at the same time? Can I just firstly say I don't give a shit about Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. I'm gonna just go out like but just a just lot of people straight do. out the gate there. Like <laughs> I don't care. Like I, I don't understand. Like when I when I hear when I see his music video, all I see is just like it's clown. Just yeah, it's it's a clown. It's, it's color. It's just it doesn't feel like there's any substance to the music, or there's any musicality to it. It just seems like just spot. Like it, it's you're, you're throwing hundreds and thousands over someone who has like um, tattoos on his face. And maybe maybe I'm overly opinionated on that and not really haven't really looked into his stuff enough, but like I don't care enough, you know? Um Yeah. I just, like, like, I, it kinda goes like maybe it hasn't changed because we've been we've been giving R. Kelly bail for like how many years and now we're just coming to it. It it, it seems that Maybe the, like maybe we're gonna Wait, have to change. R. Kelly bail for what? For being a pedophile and being on children. Very good point. Yep. So it seems like. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot it, my. <laughs> it seems that we give artists some sort of leeway for what they do, just because of entertainment. Um, maybe I'm gonna change the subject. Maybe what's your thoughts on that? Like how we've given so much people, like even if they don't align with our views look we still approach them and listen to their music or whatever entertainment yeah. they give i mean i mean just to like just to wrap up that the question that you had about takashi 69 snitching right <clears throat> he's he's just looking out for number one right in in his case if he he probably got given the option for the deal to say if you give up these people if you give us information about these people you'll get a shorter sentence and that sounds yeah, like just what he did. Yeah. Whether or not whether or not that's good, or whether or not that's hip hop, or whatever, <clears throat> is 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 besides the point. But um, moving on to this topic of us giving mm. concessions to artists based on, like, yeah, like for for instance, I think R. R. Kelly was given a lot of concessions early on, even though everybody knew that he was. Everybody knew that there he was, was a, a video. A there was a video. There was a sex tape that came out, and it was evident that it was in. Yeah. It. <laughs> and then yeah. it took him. It took like I don't know how many years, like fifteen years, for it to actually 
come to fruition now he's in jail all that shit it, 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 it's it's weird like i think yeah i think it's two different things though if you're if you're comparing takashi and r kelly um r kelly that that era of where he came from he 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 came from an age where like like we have the me too movement now because of all these crimes that were committed back then and that yeah you're mm. right um back then it was just not strict like it was even like he made songs about it it was just normal people did that stuff back then more than they do now because obviously now with all like you know child porn and all that shit you, you can get serious charges for any anything that crosses that thing like we've just got a bit more prevalent with pointing that shit out and you have examples like r kelly and questionably like you know my you got your michael jackson you've got all these harvey weinstein or whatever and all these bill other cosby. like even people in entertainment bill cosby these people probably didn't even think they were doing anything wrong at that stage like they and the, mm -hmm. the, the problem with it in entertainment it's so much power like you don't understand the power these guys have especially these yeah. producers like like they can get away with it because they can so i think what uh, comparing the takashi 69 thing r kelly and all that, that that it's a whole different bag of worms this is a like it's criminal act what takashi did in though if i slightly i had a bit of a point if i could just backtrack with the takashi thing what he's doing and what a lot of hip-hop heads are um, a bit more annoyed about with it's um he's hijacking hip-hop so for example hip-hop as a culture um some people really live and breathe it like it's been happening so long like you have like white rappers coming out then you had the south movement and yet a lot of new york mcs like oh they're just taking our music and just doing all these party songs they're just using black culture basically that's what they're saying out loud um to make money and um for them, that's like, well, well, that's bullshit. And that's essentially what 6 9 is doing. He's he's taking on the gangster uh, facade, like, Persona, I'm a blood. Yeah. But he is not about that. If you, read, if you do enough digging, you'll see this is a kid that literally has mastered the art of trolling. Like the real Takashi, he's a bit of a bitch. He just knows how to really get under your skin. He'll make songs like he's like any other bedroom rapper. Like that's why there's no substance in what he does. But he plays the game enough that he can get this much attention and live off it. He was never about the culture. He is a product of a business. So you've got to separate yeah. that. So him snitching, I don't expect anything less. Like, of course he's going to snitch. He's not a gangster. And he knows that very well. He's put himself in a very dangerous position. It is a dangerous um, position. So if people, if people are going to say like, oh, he's fucking doing it. Well, at the same time, he was never about it from the start. He's just... He, I like uh, like you, bro. Like Don, I just think he's a disease in the culture. Like this is like thing. Of, mm. If the younger generation, if the younger generation, I'm hoping like sees like real separate real talent from like like industry made things like Takashi, then great. But it's always gonna happen. You're always gonna get that. You're gonna have businesses that are just you know, um, they did that with a lot of people. Like 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 um commercializing like gangster rap and all that well at the time it was at least real you know that's why there's always that thin line in hip-hop are you really about what you do you have people like nas you can respect he writes about like gangsters he's he's actually never been a he wasn't even a drug dealer you got jay-z mob deep there were proper drug dealers at one stage but nas 
he's a poet. He 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 writes his music in a perspective of what he sees, his environment and whatnot. And that's where authenticity comes into play. But with Takashi, it's like, yeah, people can have a whine about it, but like he just definitely was not about that. He was a fucking he's just a kid, got some notoriety, got mixed up with some bad people, and just kept going. And now that he's out, he's probably just gonna keep going. He's loving the attention he's getting. He broke YouTube, mm. but do you think it's for the right reasons? Like when um, Eminem was holding the record before him for having the most views in YouTube to break a day, and Takashi overtook him. But when Eminem dropped Kill Shot, that was like, it was valid. It was like, oh wow, this is like dope. Like majority of people like you know enjoyed that or whatnot. Takashi's for the wrong reasons, man. He he he's not gonna last in that sense as well. He's a, he's a commodity for for the business that's around mm. him and yeah he's be, he's being extorted basically in that sense um but yeah i sorry sorry i, I kind of went back to that because i i just noticed that there's sort of two different things if you go back to the the topic we're talking about now with with the r kelly thing um i don't think they're really getting a pass anymore that kind of shit while it still happens um the these the, this is the repercussions from the actions were made back then that's why you have people mm. like yeah fucking r kelly gone bill cosby fuck different time man and uh yeah it's, it's only right in that mm. sense it, 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 i guess i guess it just really depends on like what you did and all that stuff because like yeah. the redemption like people like their like a redemption story for some reason like oh well not not for some reason they just like an underdog story um an example is the tyke wood situation as well so yeah. we do have that tiger wood situation where he cheated on his wife multiple times with a bunch of yeah, girls and then really fucked up his career all that shit Fucking and then words. all he has to do is after a few like a day de- probably a decade win a win a golf championship and he's on everyone's like oh he's the the lead he's, he's back, back. <laughs> he's redeemed himself true. yeah and it, it's yeah you're right it's crazy how just for entertainment we could turn a blind eye on particular things like it's I, actually yeah. like um it's like kanye when he did the taylor swift awards but mm. all he had to do was make dark twisted fantasy and get everyone back yeah i mean also also another example is chris brown so mm. he's still making music but yeah he, severe he, man be, he bashed up rihanna for, yeah yeah and so. like people do still listen like what what's what what and now we're in the can- we're in the cancel culture. I'm surprised Chris Brown has a- has survived the um the cancel um culture of because like people would have like just went back to that and then when you know what let's cancel him now. But that hasn't happened. It seems that we can turn a blind eye onto particular things as long as your whatever you're creating is amazing, you know. Invaluable, it's yeah. It's power. Too much power. Too much money. Yeah. It is a sad indictment to. <laughs> what society is like um but because these it, are these people are, are tied to a lot of like they are um putting money in a lot of people's pockets important mm. people so they get protected to an extent yeah <laughs> that's just factual so what is well i don't know i don't know where to go from here like now we know to summarize yeah, i think well, now we know like he can't, because takashi 69 is quite like quite famous or has many followers people are still going to listen to him despite whatever he's done um and and if he does something that's bad enough and if people care enough to to point it out then yeah we could get him cancelled 
But um, but yeah, as long as he's continuing to entertain people, then there's still value for him to be in the public eye. I think you are right. You know, if if he was to, um, you know, the whole redemption mm. story. I'm thinking about it now. Like, not anytime soon, but somewhere in the near future. And he has like he just becomes like a, I don't know, an evangelist. That'll be like such entertainment. Like media would be all over that shit. Like he really, you know, turns a blind eye. You've seen people like Justin Bieber. He was the brat of the century at one stage, and then he sort of turned around again. That would be the, like the most, song. the most extreme redemption story. I mean, or he just disappears. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, talking about uh, Kanye West. He he made that song with Little Pump, um, for was it Pornhub or like that? It was it was for some porno porno award or something, and then yeah, all of a sudden he done. turns around and makes, and then it all <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. So, uh, we talk about this on another episode. <laughs> but um yeah, so he made that song, and then <laughs> the next thing you know, he's making the the Sunday gospel Sunday service. Mm. Yep. album you know and mm. but that but nah. that music wasn't as dope as we thought it'd be imagine if it was dope maybe we might what might um nah. been on board with it yeah it but the music time. wasn't dope and we're like where's the old kanye <laughs> so like it only works when the music is dope i guess like whether it be a redemption you story you need to win like if tiger woods didn't win that um and I think that um, tournament to then that redemption story isn't complete so like they're at a low point it's like the struggling artist you need to almost feel that pressure to just create greatness so mm. i think yeah a lot of these gems that are created like tiger Wo- like once again mm. tiger woods winning that comp is some like fuck i need to get my career back i lost everything lost my wife lost my sponsorships it's a make or break mm. situation, which most mm. artists really strive upon. Look, I, I think, mm. I get that. and and yeah, it, it does come down to the art, Man. right? It comes down to the music, or com- comes down to the the whatever they make, the art that they create. Because if we think of an example like Dave Chappelle, who walked away mm. from fifty million dollars, um, you know, he walked away from Comedy Central. He was away for ten years, or like eight to ten years, some ridiculous amount of time. Then he came back stronger than ever, and his his um his comedy was just as on point as it was before, like before he left. Even if not if not better, so yeah, it it. Mm. And yeah. he came back at the right time when Netflix was so, popping. Like, so and that brings us full circle well. to the conversation. But and you can it, get away. It with makes sense. Like if like you, if you have some inherent value to the industry. If you are making good art, it is. If you That's are what I'm making saying. good yeah, music, it's, it's if you are, you know, perform. If you are a high performer, a high achiever, then you'll be valuable to the to the industry, and you'll be shielded somewhat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Which is which is a sad truth, you know, like. Like Godzilla had to die for uh, all hope to be all hope to be lost. So and if you like, make some good music, R. Kelly had to be. I don't know if you can make that. If you can make it's that just, parallel. It's sad that we we can. It's 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 but the world is making that parallel. It's the truth. It's the sad truth. People are seeing that. Like people are turning a blind eye yeah. as long as the okay. as the music is dope. Like 
as that's, long as that means like, another good if, album, if, yo. If, that means another <laughs> another platinum selling album. That's all it means, Don. Unfortunately, that's, that's all the history means, speaking. Yes. You can get away up. with things, but eventually come back to you. <laughs> karma will come back. I don't know when the karma will come back. I mean, if, Brown, he, but if he continues, if he, you know, if he hits another person, more more if he hits another woman, then yes, he's gonna get fucked up. Nothing, but. nothing. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Who? <laughs> it's fucked up. The music industry oh, yeah, is fucked up. Sad. The fans are messed up. Man. Sad, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what lesson we can dark. extract from this at all, except that this fucked up. <laughs> mm. Okay. Oh. Stop. Okay. Like it would be very hard. It's crazy. Like imagine if Tarantino did something. I'd struggle not watching that. a Tarantino movie in my life. Like <laughs> they are so good. Imagine if that happened. Imagine if imagine if John Mayer was accused of something really bad. I don't know. I'm just trying to relate to Don for some reason. I agree but with like, you. I agree with you. It's gonna be really hard for you to I cancel him you. out, right? It, just like because the music is like so the, dope. Just like with Michael Jackson, like it's, it's hard the sad to. Sad truth. At, at some, yeah. In in some in some instances. Mm. It, like it, in some instances you have to kind of separate the music from the person you know if you want to if you want to still enjoy michael jackson's mm. music you have to separate him from the music um otherwise you're why why do you mm. uh think he did the do do with the dd like uh, well, allegedly if that if that's what he if that's what he did like whatever <laughs> well the point i'm trying to make but you is you know why he never got found out because he got protected because he's too valuable. <laughs> so the powers that hold... <laughs> protected by who? Is it, pr- it protected by the powers or protected by the fans? Because they don't want to believe that he did those things. I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. They don't want to believe it and they want to enjoy the music. But in a business perspective, they want to protect it because... It's the money train. If, um, mm. if the money train, it cuts it off. The royalties are gone. Thing less less use of his songs for future production. Like I said, it's sometimes it's not a particular person, but it could be an entity behind yeah. it. That's like, nah, we're gonna protect this because um, you know, there's so many conspiracies. They, they, you could even say like, I don't know. I'm not. This is just talking shit. But obviously, these are the things that people pull up. Like they may have just killed him purely just to like you know, it, it was getting too deep. Yeah. He might actually get convicted. Mm. bang or whatever and then it's like all right now that thing oh we can we can uh immortalize his legacy and just leave it at that mm. but you know they knew people that, can still go they knew they're gonna get a surge of money grave. when he dies you know like that's inevitable that as well like okay we and then what happened like he got more album sales mm. from after his death you know those tributes and stuff yeah. like that's just turning around a situation it's fucked up it's like you know, there's a lot of scenarios that we'll yeah. never mm. know. And that's just what happens when there's like a lot of power. In yeah, man. And, and if this podcast doesn't reach another episode, you guys know, you, you know why. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's crazy. We're in a world where, you know, we're trying mm. to join the personalities with the music. But at the same time, we pick and choose what to <laughs> leave out. <laughs> That's a really dark way to yeah, Can we go back to um do, to, that's, to summarize? Maybe we could talk about uh Don's discovery of the Pornhub song. <laughs> it's an article. That's a good it was topic, an, man. We could talk about porn. It was an article. Article. It was an article. That he, article. 
I see a lot of articles. I don't remember that. I mean, if <laughs> anything that anything that Kanye West makes is going to be notable, and so people are going to write about it. And so if I see yeah. that, then I mean, so, um, and I'm a I'm a we'll another time. Let's I'm just a talk heterosexual male for an entire. <laughs> I'm a heterosexual male, yeah. so it's I have seen porn in my life. So that's not a surprise. So I'm just saying it's a good topic. No, speaking <laughs> of being a heterosexual male, so how's your dating life um, done? Let's, let's end on a light note. Let's talk about your dating life. Yeah. This is a new segment. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to scrap props to the culture <laughs> and then change it. Don't do stuff. Don't dating stuff. Don't oh do chicks. Can this not be, can this not be a, a topic? Like I don't. Guys, why does this have to be a topic? <laughs> Don't doing the doo-doo. Don't doing the doody. Can we just... Can- Doo-doo-dong. What? Uh, I don't know. Let's put it to the listeners. Okay? So if the listeners <laughs> want to hear about my dating life, then comment. Um, you know, comment below. Say yes or no. Like, the, if they want to hear it, then I'll talk about it. If not, then let's leave it. Let's move on. <laughs> Even if it's a all right, Raf, clip clip that part right, and so put, put on Instagram stories. Even if, even if it's hundred percent, it's just us two. <laughs> That's answered the question. It's still hundred percent. I'll vote for that. <laughs> I will go through. Yeah. I will go through the responses. <laughs> I guess I'll just make some fake accounts. Do it. Go. All right. So let's let let's um, find an alternative to end this podcast on a high note. So what are we thankful for? <laughs> let's just end it on the um, cheat code stash, boys. <laughs> I'm thankful for Spotify, yep. uh, uh, YouTube. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> this is giving props again. Yeah, more more props, <laughs> props, props to the culture. All right, cool. Let's. My dating life is non-existent. Culture. I think that's. I think that's enough. Oh it's man, fine. now you put it on even more of a oh, lower yeah. note. It's non. It's non-existent. It's okay. How about we find Don a date? Man, and that'll be a great episode. We, you can ask. God. You can ask her out on the podcast, God. and me and Raf will be on mute, but Bro. only you can hear us. So if we'll we can make a dating call. show just just for one episode, oh okay. Let's do. If it. you guys want to do that, that's that's if you guys if you guys want to do that, the next ep- one of the episodes, uh, like we'll we'll go to one of my like my my Tinder or Bumble matches or whatever, and then you can tell me what to say. I'll call them, and you can tell me what uh, to say. No, no, no. We find three uh, girls for you, and then you pick one. <laughs> look! 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 We're gonna make an arrange. We're gonna we're gonna arrange make an arrangement yeah, man. for you. I'll get my Raj ready. We're gonna get three persona on. We're gonna get three chicks. Raj. Arrange. Raj. For arrange day. And Nadir, Natsir, Natsar. Nadir, Natsir. I don't know. What is this? What, what is happening? Honestly. And we're going to find you a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Have we run out of? Have we run out of content? Have we run out of content pandemic, so badly bro. that we have to resort to this completely diverging away? I still got from the sari the from your wedding, ref. I still got the sari from got, your wedding. I got, I got my um my groom's <laughs> my groom. What do you call it? Costume for my wedding as well. So let's let's go. All right. I'm gonna find you a nice. Let's, yeah, he looked like Aladdin in that shit. Hey, let's let's he pivot. Find you. I'll be the gene. Let's pivot to the cheat code stuff. Pivot. <laughs> Welcome to the. All right, ladies, call in if you want to be in this podcast. We need three, three girls, and Don might give you a flower, uh, a rose. The Bachelor. It's bachelor cheat edition. Yeah. That'll be a sick episode. Let's just. Hey, ref. Let's let's get that. All right, we'll get it done. Um, sorted out. We gotta sort it out. 
It'll be the last episode Don will out. ever be in. How about how about <laughs> you find one? Hey, you find one chick. I'll find one here as well, and then we'll just go from there. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yep. So we'll, we'll organize that for the future. Ah, Don's not happy. I love it. Hey, welcome to the Cheat Coders Dash. This is the part of the show where we showcase a music, a song, a track that we've been jamming last week, today, last year, old school, new school, whether it be local or global. We are here to showcase some music. So, Don doing stuff. What song do you want to put on the Cheat Coders Dash? Okay, so this week um, I'm choosing a song by a Dutch Armenian artist by the name. He's a he's a producer. He's a DJ by the name of Full Crate, um, but he is featuring um, a, a local artist by the name of Sergio Selim. He's the he's the dude with the talk box. Amazing producer. He's produced for um, Mike Champion. He's produced for Jessica Jade um, and and a, and a lot of artists in Sydney. Um, so this this track is called Magnetic. It features um, again. It's by Full Crate. It features Susan Carroll and Sergio. I'll get you to play it from about uh, minute thirty. Okay. I love. Amazing, amazing voice Susan Carroll has. And then there's Sergio with the talk boxing. It has that like R&B, D'Angelo, Untitled, How Does It Feel vibe. Yeah, Sergio. Mm. I love that. Uh... Yes. That was magnetic by Full Crate, Susan Carroll, and Sergio. I, with, Tell with, the, with the talk bo- the box the talk box singing I could imagine that when robots will and AI will flirt with one another like well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the future of flirting <laughs> I like that so that's blazing what song do you want to put yo. up on a cheat code stash uh, so this song um, I was in, um, was was inspired five minutes ago when we talked about Don's dating life it's a uh, love me love me by Shaggy um, I think it's quite fitting, and I can just imagine Don uh, rapping and singing this to his newfound love. So, Raph, can you can you drop that beat, please? Got a nice little skit. I'm okay. sitting here shaking my head. Yeah. Little, little, little hey. 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 The lover, lover. This is a good try. It's the lovers in him. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was in um, just a quick story. I was in Samoa in 2005, 
And they use this song to uh, advertise their lava lovers, which is the the skirts. The it's like a skirt that the men wear. It's called a lava lava. Hey Don, flex for the ladies. Flex for the ladies, bro. Flex. <laughs> Don flex, bro, flex. <laughs> show us your abs, show us your abs. Oh my god. I'm shaking my head. For the listening out there. No fun, bro. No, no, no fun, bro. Just flex, bro. Damn, this is the longest time raps played a song. <laughs> That was that was shaggy. Love me, love me. <laughs> All right. The guy played a whole verse in the chorus. Damn. Shaggy's gonna sue us. Um. So <laughs> the song I want to play on the cheat code stash is actually I haven't really thought about it. Just give me a second. I'm Mr. Lover Lover. I've totally forgot to choose one song. <laughs> too busy too, vibing. Too vibey. All right, cool. Just give me a second. Shaggy. Oh, fuck. Edit point. Okay. Let's see. What song can I play? Don, that would be a, a, an amazing love story. Imagine, like, your future girl has just got set up in your podcast. Imagine that. No, oh, that'd be that'd be amazing. Dang. Set it up, boys. That'd be amazing. Set it up. That'd be amazing. Set it up. Let's right, do I'll it. I'll find someone. I will find someone here, and Raph finds someone from yeah. the Druid. Oh, God. And then we'll be on a different chat, and we'll just be like fucking chatting to you, like, oh, bro. Okay, this. so I'm gonna play a song just to get in the. We 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 already got into the club, and we played some Shaggy. Don's got yeah. the girl, and now yeah. Don's gonna be Ooh. taking home the girl, <laughs> and he'll be playing a song by Timber. <laughs> Called She Came Over. <laughs> yeah, just just settle the mood. Hey, done. Body, body roll. roll, body roll. Done. Body roll, body roll, bro. Body roll, bro. Yeah, you. He's gonna be fiending for that Asian type of body. Booyah. And then a couple drinks, Ooh. you'd be on his bed and on him. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Timber, by the way. Great song. Did Christian make the yes, beat? Yes, he did. Nice. He's got his hands between her legs and it's overflowing. I'm just letting you know these lyrics, bro. Ooh. Tim, bro. <laughs> Niagara, Niagara. During that pandemic, <laughs> yeah, I love these lyrics, man. It's crazy. Hey, where? Slay right here. Uh, my favorite lyrics coming up. I'm not gonna stop until I hear the favorite, my favorite lyric of the song. Keep going. Mm. 
You're soaking wet, just like I'm hanging up my laundry. <laughs> if that ain't a bar, I don't know what is. <laughs> That's my favorite lyric. So that was She Came oh, Over man. by Timba. <laughs> so shout outs to all the guys who get them girls soaking wet like they're hanging up their laundry. <laughs> Jesus. Timba, you crazy, bro. Bars. You crazy. All right, so where can they find you, <sighs> Don? <laughs> you're totally you're totally over this <laughs> check me out on instagram at don doing stuff or tiktok at don doing hey. stuff or just go to my website www.dondoingstuff.online uh, you can check me out on facebook as well don doing stuff don doing stuff everywhere hey how about you nuts blazing <laughs> the pure joy in raf's face <laughs> no and Don's uh, demeanor just <laughs> dying down. Anyways, Nats Blazing, YouTube, Instagram, Nats Blazing, Twitter, Nats Blazing. <laughs> and you can find me, <laughs> RalphLores.com, <laughs> or inquire about your videos, whether it be weddings, I'm, I'm sure they're coming back, uh, music videos, uh, corporate, or anything, even editing, whichever, anything to do with your visually representing your brand. Just um, email me info at rafflores.com. And don't forget, the Cheat Coders also have a website, thecheatcoders.com. You can find us on Instagram at the Cheat Coders as well as Facebook. Just search the Cheat Coders and watch out for our YouTube page because we're going to get more focus on that. It's youtube.com slash the Cheat Coders. So thank you again to Don oh, Doing yeah. Stuff. And also, thank you once, once again to Nats Blazing for this episode because you guys out there just listened to another episode oh, of the, the Cheat Coder. Skitch Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders podcast. My name is Brav and I am here with Don doing stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam, Tam, Tam. That's blazing. What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Cheat Coders podcast.